In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. Amen. Welcome again to our Sunday evening celebration of Mass. Today the Church celebrates the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In the readings of today's Mass we'll hear about honesty and truthfulness. Of course that's important in daily life. It's certainly important in the world in which we live today. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth and the life, Lord of mercy. And may almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. 
We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you are the Holy One, you are the Lord, you are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and of our neighbour, grant that by keeping your precepts we may merit to attain an eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Amos. Listen to this, you who trample on the needy and try to suppress the poor people of the country. You who say, when will new moon be over so that we can sell our corn and Sabbath so that we can market our wheat? Then by lowering the bushel, raising the shekel, by swindling and tampering with the scales, We can buy up the poor for money and the needy for a pair of sandals and get a price even for the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord swears it by the pride of Jacob. Never will I forget a single thing that you have done. The word of the Lord. Praise the Lord who raises the poor. Praise Praise the Lord who raises the poor. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. May the name of the Lord be blessed, both now and forevermore. Praise Praise the Lord who raises the poor. High above all nations is the Lord, above the heavens his glory. Who is like the Lord our God? who has risen on high to his throne, yet stoops from the heights to look down, to look down upon heaven and earth. Praise the Lord. From the dust he lifts up the lowly. From the dung heap he raises the poor, to set him in the company of princes, yes, with the princes of his people. Praise the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. My advice is that, first of all, there should be prayers offered for everyone, petitions, intercessions and thanksgiving, and especially for kings and others in authority, so that we may be able to live religious and reverent lives in peace and quiet. To do this is right and will please God our Saviour. He wants everyone to be saved and reach full knowledge of the truth. 
For there is only one God, and there is only one mediator between God and mankind, himself a man, Christ Jesus, who sacrificed himself as a ransom for them all. He is the evidence of this, sent at the appointed time, and I have been named a herald and apostle of it, and I am telling the truth and no lie, a teacher of the faith and the truth to the pagans. In every place then, I want the men to lift their hands up reverently in prayer with no anger or argument. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, There was a rich man, and he had a steward who was denounced to him for being wasteful with his property. He called for the man and said, What is this I hear about you? Draw me up an account of your stewardship because you're not to be my steward any longer. Then the steward said to himself, Now that my master is taking the stewardship away from me, what am I to do? Dig? I'm not strong enough. Go begging? I'd be too ashamed. Ah, I know what I will do, to make sure that when I am dismissed from office, there will be some to welcome me into their homes. Then he called his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? One hundred measures of oil was the reply. The steward said, Here, take your bond, sit down, straight away, and write fifty. To another he said, And you, sir, how much do you owe? One hundred measures of wheat was the reply. The steward said, Here, take the bond, and write eighty. The master praised the dishonest steward for his astuteness. For the children of this world are more astute in dealing with their own than are the children of light. And so I tell you, use money, that tainted thing, to win new friends. And thus make sure that when it fails you, they will welcome you into the tents of eternity. The one who can be trusted in little things can be trusted in great One who can be trusted in little things can be trusted in great. The one who is dishonest in little things will be dishonest in great. If then you cannot be trusted with money, that tainted thing, who will trust you with genuine riches? And if you cannot be trusted with what is not yours, who will give you what's your own? No servant can be the slave of two masters. They will either hate the first and love the second, or treat the first with respect and the second with scorn. You cannot be the slave of both God and money. The Gospel of the Lord. (laughs) 
sometimes you hear that people say that religion is old-fashioned and it's got nothing to offer. You couldn't have that impression uh, listening to the Gospel reading of today's Mass because that message that we are hearing in today's Mass from the Gospel is really up to date. The message is all about honesty and dishonesty, truth and lies. It's the very thing, of course, that the Supreme Court in England has been listening to and trying to discern over the last few days. The very thing that across the water in America that they are discussing regarding the American president, honesty and dishonesty, truth and lies. The message, as you hear, comes to us today in a kind of parable or story with a meaning. The dishonest servant in that story has been dismissed because of his dishonest practices. But before that happens, he sets about to win friends for himself, uh, and he does this by tinkering with the accounts in favour of these, these people. He does this so that in his turn afterwards, uh, they will have favours for him. Shady practices, you would say, and further dishonesty on behalf of this servant. Jesus is commenting on this, simply says that the children of this world know how to deal with their own rather than the children of light. But for the children of light, that is his followers, he says that honesty is the best policy. The person who is trustworthy in small things will be trusted with greater things. The person who is dishonest in small things will turn out to be dishonest in great things. If you cannot be trusted with money, which is a kind of tainted thing, who will give you or entrust you with real things of importance? Truth and honesty seems to be what that gospel reading is all about and pointing us in that direction. But if you were listening to the previous reading, uh, the first reading from Amos, then it echoes that kind of same message. We hear of people that might be regarded to be upright people, people who keep the law and all that's expected of them. Everything's all right in the surface, but of course it's not all right underneath. They can't wait to trample the poor and the needy, the reading says. They can't wait till the religious festivals are over and the Sabbath is complete until uh, they can go on with the business of selling things. They raise their prices. They tamper with the scales. They buy people's property who have fallen on bad times. Uh, they put people into slavery and indentured service for the price of a pair of sandals. Shady practices dishonest ways, lies and deceit are the order of the day. Truth and honesty and lies and deceit. It would be fair to say, wouldn't it, that all of us need to have truth and honesty in our lives. It's hard to deal with a person who is two-faced, who says one thing and believes another, who tells one thing to someone and tells something different to another. It's hard to deal with that person who is lying, doesn't care that they are lying, but lies all the same for their own benefit. It's hard, isn't it, to deal with the person 
who sets out to deceive, to pull the wool over your eyes, who maybe even lies to themselves, doesn't own up to the truth, and who no longer knows what the truth is. It's hard to deal with such a person. One of the dangers in the present time in which we live, and one of the most worrying things in the moment, is that it doesn't seem to matter uh, if you're telling the truth or not, or if you're telling a lie. It doesn't seem to matter when you're not telling the truth. It doesn't seem to matter when you're deceiving people. The only thing that seems important, sometimes in public life especially, is that you can get away with it. And if you, don't get ca- if you do get caught, then you just lie some more and try to brazen it out. But if there's no truth, if there's no truth in the world, then there is a danger that there is no justice. If there's no truth, then tyranny itself can come. Lies and corruption will reign. It turns people's hearts. A world without truth is a very dangerous world indeed. A world of lies is a world in which all sorts of demons can be released into the world. Truth and honesty turn the world the right way up. You can deal with people who tell the truth. People who tell the truth don't need to have two faces. People who tell the truth won't deceive you. People who speak the truth can be believed. People who tell the truth have no need to tell another lie in order to disguise that first lie that they've just told. People like to say today, and you've probably heard it before, that religion is rather old-fashioned. But in actual fact, it deals with important things. It confronts things that really never go away in our heart and life. Human beings are not just people who sleep, who walk, who eat, or whatever it might be. We are moral beings underneath it all, confronted all the time with moral decisions. What's the right way to go? What's the wrong way? What's truth and what's lies? And religion itself is in the business of sorting these things out and confronting us with big truths in our life. We are constantly faced with decisions in our life of a moral character. We see it in big moments and which pass over our eyes, if you like, in the world. Climate marches, what's going on in the Supreme Court, what's happening across the water in America, how we want to live our lives, how we want our world to turn out. We're constantly challenged by these things in life. Truth or lies, honesty or dishonesty, what's it to be? I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For as men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, 
and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. St. Paul reminds us that we are to offer prayers, supplications and intercessions on behalf of everyone, and especially for those who govern us. Let us now pray for all our needs. For wise people to lead us and govern us. That our country and people might progress and that we might live good and peaceful lives. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For moral decisions that we have to make. That we may always choose that which is right and good in life. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those facing difficult decisions in life, that they may seek answers in prayer and through quiet reflection. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who have made wrong decisions in life, that they may seek to repair the damage that they have done by their actions. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those preparing for marriage, that they may look forward with joy to years spent in one another's company. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all who have died and all those we are asked to remember. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Almighty God, praise to you for your goodness and mercy. You lift up the lowly from the dust, you raise the poor and set them in the company of princes. Your mercy is for all and turns all to the good. Give us confidence then that all will be turned to good in our own life and help us to make decisions that pave the way to create good and right things in life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Rofertree hymn is number 256. Hymn number 256.
brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive with favour, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your people, that what they profess with devotion and faith may be theirs through these heavenly mysteries. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just that we should always give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you do not cease to spur us on, to possess a more abundant life, and being rich in mercy, you constantly offer pardon and call on sinners to trust in your forgiveness alone. Never did you turn away from us, and though time and again we have broken your covenant, you have bound the human family to yourself through Jesus, your Son, our Redeemer, with a new bond of love so tight that it can never be undone. Even now you set before your people a time of grace and reconciliation, and as they turn back to you in spirit, you grant them hope in Christ Jesus and a desire to be of service to all, while they entrust themselves more fully to the Holy Spirit. And so filled with wonder, we extol the power of your love and proclaiming our joy at the salvation that comes from you, we join the heavenly hymn of countless hosts as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and from the world's beginning are ceaselessly at work, so that the human race may become holy, just as you are holy. Look, we pray upon your people's offerings and pour out in them the power of the Spirit, that they may become the body and blood of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, in whom we too are your sons and daughters. Indeed, though we once were lost and could not approach you, you loved us with the greatest love. For your Son, who alone is just, handed himself over to death and did not disdain to be nailed for our sake to the wood of the cross. But before his arms were outstretched between heaven and earth to become the lasting sign of your covenant, he desired to celebrate the Passover with his disciples. As he ate with them, he took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to them, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, knowing that he was about to reconcile himself, to reconcile all things in himself through the blood to be shed on the cross, he took the chalice filled with the fruit of the vine and once more giving you thanks, handed the chalice to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of your Son, Jesus Christ, who is our Passover and our surest peace. We celebrate his death 
and resurrection from the dead. And looking forward to his blessed coming, we offer you, who are faithful and merciful God, the, sacrifice, the sacrificial victim who reconciles to you the human race. Look kindly, most compassionate Father, on those you unite to yourself by the sacrifice of your Son, and grant that by the power of the Holy Spirit, as they partake of this one bread and one chalice, they may be gathered into one body in Christ who heals every division. Be pleased to keep us always in communion of mind and heart, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop. Help us to work together for the coming of your kingdom until the hour when we stand before you, saints among the saints, in the halls of heaven, with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph our Spouse, the Blessed Apostles and all the saints, and with our deceased brothers and sisters, whom we humbly commend to your mercy. Then, freed at last from the wounds of corruption and made fully into a new creation, we shall sing to you with gladness the thanksgiving of Christ, who lives for all eternity. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Thanksgiving hymn is number 538. Hymn number 538. Let us pray. Graciously raise up, Lord, those you renew with this sacrament, that we may come to possess your redemption, both in mystery and in the manner of our life. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. 
Our final hymn is number 439. Hymn number 439. 